Right. Welcome back to the second panel of the day here at this ultimate star being conference that's going to be the beginning of six days of high teachings and where we are as a civilization as human beings is at like I was saying a threshold of transformation and someone who's been tracking that transformation is someone who I respect as a a, a partner in creating as a visionary of possibilities and someone who's keeping track of where this collective ascension, this wave of ascension is sweeping through the planet. Deborah Giusti is on the case and she has a beautiful crew, um, teachers in the field that are gonna take us to this next level because what's coming through them is it's, it's not based, I think, on the past. It's based on the future. And that's what makes this teaching of Ascension so important. And Deborah, thank you for all your hard work and being here. And I take over from there. So thank you. Thank you, Alan. And I am so thrilled to be hosting this panel on the first day of this amazing Star Being Conference. And I think Neil and his team has done a great job. And I really have here, I'm so excited, the superstars of Ascension, really the leaders that are moving forward. Sandra Walter, who's been a top Ascension teacher for so many years, Pagit and Julianne of Stargate Experience, Lori Spagna, um, another top Ascension teacher, Suzanne Ross, who's been on the forefront leading the Ascension conferences that are happening, and Joan Evangels, who's an amazing spiritual guide, mentor, and supportive partner of Portal to Ascension. So we're gonna be talking about the role of the star beings in the current planetary ascension that's taking place now. We're gonna be talking about what is the planetary ascension that's sweeping us right now? Why are the star beings so interested in humanity's ascension and awakening now? Who are the star races that are here to support the ascension now? And what are their roles to support us in this collective awakening of humanity? And I don't think I have to enlighten anyone that we are in a radically escalating spiritual times. In 2012, we began a shift into the higher dimensional reality. And then in 2020 and 2022, we have experienced a time of rapid transmutation, tremendous upheavals in society, unprecedented planetary shifts that has generated mass exposure to hidden truths and triggered a global healing crisis. And as above, so below, that means these shifts are happening within us as well, because all that is not of the higher dimensions that we are moving up to is coming up in our personal lives to be revealed and healed and prompting our personal ascension. So this is an incredible time to be on the planet now as it inspires huge personal transformation and the opportunity for accelerated growth. And this is why we all came here right now. And we understand this planetary cycle is very unique. It's um, in the past, various masters have ascended one by one, as we know with Yeshua, Mary Magdalene and all the ascended masters. But this is time now for the opportunity for a planetary ascension of the human collective, which is very unique. And we're also aware that the galactic star families have come 
into the consciousness and many awakening souls because they are also here to support our planetary ascension. And this is time when so many of us now, instead of just pointing to blinky lights in the sky and, go, and going, wow, isn't that interesting? We're actually having the personal connection and relationship with the galactic families who are here to support us. And many of us are also becoming aware that we actually came to the planet at this time and we are part of those galactic star races, that we are star seeds, that we very consciously incarnated now, and we're gathering like we all are now to really support the planetary ascension that's happening now. So this is what we're gonna dive into with this amazing panel that I have to, uh, assembled here. And so I'm going to be asking the first question and introducing them a bit now. So the first question that I wanna ask is what is the planetary ascension? So a lot has been happening. It seems it like it moves faster and faster in the last two years. And so there's been a lot of awareness that's come down, been downloaded. People have been awakening all over the planet and the leaders have come forward to really lead this ascension. And I'd like to know what is your interpretation of what's been going on, what's gonna be happening and what is the planetary ascension. And I'd love to start with Sandra Walter because she has been on the ascension path teaching about it for many, many years. She woke up many years ago or probably came into this life awake and she has been teaching about the ascension. And I'm sure even though times look really incredibly challenging, I would assume she's pretty happy as to the progress that's happening now with the Ascension. She's an Ascension guide. She's a way shower. Um, she uh, leads many groups nationally and internationally that participate with her, many conferences. She's always on the cutting edge of the Ascension process. She's been my teacher for 15 years now, I think, that I've been aware of her, and I appreciate her so much. So Sandra, can you tell us from your perspective, what is this planetary ascension now, and what can we know about it from your perspective? Yes, blessings, everyone. Oh, it's such a, an honor and a pleasure to be on this panel and with all of you this day. I feel it's pretty obvious to everyone that the ascension, the ascension has taken on this level of acceleration that gives us a very mm, strong sensation of our multidimensional existence that we have not experienced before. And even for people who haven't embraced like an ascension path or an ascension process, there's the, the mass awakening that's happening on the planet right now is becoming obvious to everyone that things are changing, which is a natural side effect of light and frequency and the transformation of the planetary consciousness, which is our platform for an experience. But we're starting to notice with the restoration of the organic Stargate flows and all the organic crystalline DNA, things that are happening in our own bodies, we're able to receive and transmit different frequencies, which then of course, change our experience of reality. And if there's any basic definition of the ascension process or what's happening in these realms, it is the 
transcendence of one state of consciousness to the unified state of consciousness. That's the big overarching uh, mission, plan, service of an ascension process. But what's happening on a multidimensional level is just really fascinating to me. And this is why our star families or like my interaction with the solar beings, actual stars and that, that system of stargates, they keep providing more and more information about our about how we are projecting ourselves into this re, into these realities and how that's changing with the frequencies coming through the sun and the frequencies coming out of the planet it's changing the parameters for our reality experiences so rather than a limited bandwidth we start opening up into freedom infinite possibility and infinite consciousness and that's why we're able to perceive and interact with our star families, sometimes other versions of us in other dimensions, other realities, and sometimes people who actually have skin in the game that are very involved in the ascension of this planetary consciousness, this star system, as a way to um, restore the entire galactic, universal, multiversal uh, matrixes or systems into the purified state that is pure unity consciousness, which is the highest technology. So if you're looking to embrace something on this path, know that the crystalline technology that's stored within the heart and within the DNA is the highest thing, the most powerful thing that we can embrace during this process. Wow, thank you so much, Sandra. Um, that's a great opening and a great overview of, of where we're going. Um, and now I'd like to invite Pragit and Julianne of Stargate Experience. They have also been some of my most prominent teachers. They utilize the Stargate technology, which is an interdimensional doorway. And I'm really looking forward to see what they have to say about this current escalated planetary ascension and in relationship to the star beings. Uh, they bring through the star beings in their meditations and their channelings. And they also have a very vibrant international community where they're able to see the pulse of the awakening that's happening now. And I know new information comes through them consistently. So welcome Pragit and Julianne and give us your perspective of the planetary ascension and our relationship with the star races. Thank you, Deborah. It's great to be here. So our guide Alcazar has always talked about, um, can you guys hear us? Yes. Okay. okay. Has always talked about the awakening process as exponential. So it's a curve that goes like this. And he says, you're right here on that curve like you're about to skyrocket into that unity consciousness mm. and for me you can't talk about ascension without talking about the descension process and the whole galactic story of the origins of consciousness and our guide talks about uh the evolution of consciousness as in the universe as these star beings in their individual systems reaching almost the pinnacle becoming enlightened and beyond, moving into their light bodies and then passing that torch to the next system. So the earth right now is one of these systems, but it's a special one. 
because it's a meeting place where civilizations from all over the universe, Pleiadians, Syrians, Octarans, are coming together, putting on what Alcazar calls the human bodysuit, forgetting who we are. And so that's the descension process. We actually had to forget. And what our guide says is going to happen as we reawaken is that something totally new is going to emerge in the universe, something that hasn't been seen before. Mm. Yeah, it's about not only resolving all these issues that we're experiencing here, the incredible separation that we've lived through, but it's also about bringing us all together again. And as we start to change the reality here, we actually start to change the reality in the rest of our system and, in fact, the universe, because it is all one. And it's really about ascension of the planet now. It's already been mentioned just a few moments ago that individuals have always managed to reach that state that we call enlightenment. But it's very much now about all those people that are on the path consciously. What Al-Ghazar, our guide, has said that it's for each one of us who is guiding the process, we evolve to our own next step, and then we share it. It's about sharing the understanding and the experiencing. And then as we share it, then we're ready to move on to our individual next level. And so we're bringing up a large group of people with us through our individual communities and through systems just like this one. We touch thousands and thousands of people around the world. And as this elevates, as individuals start to raise their vibration, we're affecting the morphic field of humanity. So we're creating an energetic that actually makes it easier for those who are still really unaware of this awakening process. It makes it easier for them to connect in unconsciously at first, but then as they start to feel some of the positive energies that's happening, then they start to inquire. Or the other alternative is they get into the, such a, a difficult situation in their lives that they start asking for something new. And that also begins to open them up to higher possibilities. The other thing which is really amazing is that as we raise the vibration, more and more support is coming from the beyond. Whichever area that you like to look at, whether it's the angels or the galactics or the star families or whatever. And we were totally blessed just last week with a whole new energetic coming in to support the Stargate work and people that are uh, tuning in. And I'd just like to mention this energy. They are non-physical beings, they're a consciousness, and when they introduced themselves, they said, we've come from a great distance. We're not in a physical body, and we've come because we noticed what's happening here on the earth. My feeling is they've actually come from a different universe, but they said that we wish to come and support this amazing rapid evolution. It might not seem rapid for us, but from their perspective, humanity is moving very, very fast. 
And this group doesn't really have a name, but they said you can call us the Ashira. Ashia. Ashia, sorry. You can call us the Ashia. And when we invite them, they bring this incredible energy of deep peace and stillness. And so if anybody would like to experience that, just take a moment right now and just ask for the presence and support of the Ashia. And just feel because they're already bringing their energy into this global gathering, the Ashia. And you can invite them to come closer if you wish. Come closer. So this is the ascension process. It's rediscovering that we can, just with a switch of our focus, open to multidimensional realms, moving from that narrow bandwidth into the true self, into those frequencies that open us to knowing directly our connection with spirit. And it's happening for everyone. This is the cool thing. It's not just one person becoming enlightened. We're moving toward entire planetary uh, mass enlightenment. <laughs> Very exciting. So thank you so much, Deborah. Thank you both. Um, great explanations to explain the planetary ascension and, and show that you, the earth is really a hot place to be at this time, not only for us, but we're really getting recognized. I hear that from so many teachers as this is the place to be, just like when you go to a hot city you know, in our area, it's where everyone's coming. Galactically, this is where everyone's coming. And um, that really says a lot for us as human and the work we are doing in spite of what it looks like now. So I appreciate it so much. And I'd like to invite Suzanne Ross next. She is definitely a cohort of mine. She's been on the passion for awakening and ascension her whole life. She had personal experience uh, in her awakening with galactic beings. And she is a way shower. She's doing an Ascension Conscious coming up, conference coming up. She has done money TV shows. Um, she's always on the case of putting out the information. And so she gets to hear a lot like me as well. So Suzanne, welcome so much. And love to know your perspective of what's currently happening now with the planetary ascension and our relationship with the star races. I think you have to unmute. Thanks. Bless you, Deborah, and thank you so much for that beautiful introduction and a beautiful hello to all of my soul brothers and sisters who are joining in this panel and also to all of those who are joining to watch this panel today. I send you all so much love and light. Yes, I have been on the awakening and ascension path for quite some time now, and for me, it was accelerated when I had an experience of missing time here in Sedona, Arizona with a couple of friends, wherein we lost four hours of time and later became aware that we had been taken aboard an Arcturian ship. And there aboard the ship, we were downloaded with advanced codes of creation, which awakened innate gifts and abilities in us, for me particularly, it was the ability to see interdimensionally. Mm -hmm. 
And as such, I was able to see who I was being in multiple dimensions all at once. And of course, these were different star races, Pleiadian, Arcturian, Syrian, Lyran. And I became aware that the ability to see who we're being as galactic beings in higher dimensions is not just an opportunity to have this soul reunion, but when we are able to reunite our souls, particularly this 3D aspect of ourself with higher dimensional aspects, that in itself will ignite dormant DNA and increase our love light frequency. And so I really feel that our galactic brothers and sisters, our other galactic aspects mm -hmm. in higher dimensions are coming in so powerfully at this time, being so present, being so available for our ascension process, not just collectively, which of course is true, but individually. And so this is like your higher dimensional aspects reaching back to give you a hand up to merge with you in order so that it raises your love light frequency. It increases your light quotient. We are biophotonic beings. So it activates that dormant DNA. I always wondered why we only use 10% of our brain and only have 4% of our DNA activated. And we know the rest isn't junk. It's because when we are in these lower dimensions, we are expressing ourselves as a fractal of who we are. So we're only accessing a fraction of our DNA. But when we start to expand our consciousness, expand our awareness, and particularly reunite with higher dimensional aspects, then it ignites that dormant DNA. Now, of course, as Sandra said, we are gifted at this time, which is an age of enlightenment, with these coronal mass ejections that are carrying supercharged encoded photons of light, which raises the Schumann resonance of the planetary consciousness. But for those of us who are open to receive, we can not only be uh, enlightened in such a way that these supercharged photons are activating dormant DNA, downloading codes of creation, but we open to download as we open our third eye, our crown chakra, and particularly as we start to activate the upper chakras, right? We start to receive the super advanced intelligence and we have sophisticated knowledge, higher intelligence that channels through us and inspires many of us to write books about this advanced intelligence that we're receiving, these upgrades that we're getting. And so we become more advanced and evolved beings so that we can be leaders of this ascension, so that we can help to herald humanity into this higher dimensional plane. And I like to think of it as an expansion of consciousness, which I'm sure many of you do as well, 
it's not as if we're leaving the third dimensional plane it's like we're expanding our consciousness and each of the higher dimensions is all inclusive of the lower dimensions right and this is how the ascended masters in the higher planes can communicate with us and through us right um i believe it was group raw in law of one who was saying we can read your minds. <laughs> we are you, right? And it's not an invasion of privacy. It's just that we have access to the greater mind, right? And so just like as third dimensional beings are aware of the second dimension and the first dimension, as we start to transition to the fourth dimension and find ourselves right here and now resonating as fifth dimensional beings, we're still able to interact with the third dimensional earth and the beings upon it. And so it is a higher resonance it is the next spectrum of light in which we are able to perceive that higher spectrum, right? And then as we are able to resonate with that higher spectrum, which is the 5D spectrum of light, then we perceive a 5D reality starting to unfold around us. And so many of us here and many of those who are watching are already starting to live what we would call a 5D life. And of course, we do this very consciously and intentionally too, not just through the practices that we engage in, but by going out into the world and being 5D beings, right? We radiate unconditional love, compassion, empathy, kindness, understanding, patience. We're always being called upon to take the high road, right? No matter what we're faced with, no matter what we encounter, we are that higher vibrational frequency of unconditional love, always. We're always being called to bring that 5D self forward in every thought and word and action. And so we inspire and empower others to do the same. And in doing so, we create a 5D new earth. Thank you, Suzanne, for that um, in-depth interpretation and experience of what is happening in the ascension in terms of the ascension of the DNA and the new earth coming. So that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. And now I'd like to invite Lori Spagna. She is also one of my incredible teachers, uh, major ascension guide, way shower, author, teacher. Uh, she also has very specialized in animal human connection. That's one of her superpowers. And she has direct um, channelings and transmissions from the star races. So. Lori, I'd love to know what you're hearing from all your transmissions and what's happening with the planetary ascension and how the star beings are connected and relating us to us now with the ascension. Welcome. Yeah, well, first, thank you so much, Deborah, for the lovely introduction. And, and I just want to do a quick honoring to everyone else who's speaking. I'm grateful to be here and especially to Neil. 
like who doesn't love Neil? Everybody loves Neil. But yeah, thank you for that um, and having me. So yeah, I think one of the things that I want to contribute to this conversation, what I'm to bring in is not just how we're evolving, but really the way it's changing the way we operate in physical form and, and in terms of the reality that we're participating in. And I think one of the biggest catalyzing things for us to be waking up is that about is that the this is like to me part of the core of ascension is the recognition that the external reality, everything that goes on in our reality that we formerly perceived was happening to us, we are having to shift into the recognition is in fact reflection of us. So so that we can no longer continue as individuals and as in reality, leaving that effect of reality. We are not the effect of individual experience. We are the cause. So we are the cause. And so when we, this part of the reclamation of, of power, and when I say power, I don't mean old paradigm power, old paradigm definition of power, I mean, new paradigm definition, which is to say that we have the power within us to transform the entire experience of our personal and collective reality. And through that transformational process, that's, that's the ascension process in a sense, is that we're going through a transformational process individually and collectively that is allowing us to participate in a conscious way in this transformation, but the, the reclamation of personal power, which is, which is sovereignty and which is union with the divine and, and which is coming into the, the realization, not just through the mind, we have to transcend the limitations of the mind's awareness, right? Of the mind, of the mental plane, because this transformation does not happen on the mental plane, it happens beyond the mental plane of existence. It happens so far beyond that that the mind can't is is just a, is automatically ends up getting you know transformed. So so we transform our experience through the embodiment in a sense of these new frequencies, which are not really new, but they're new to us in a sense as we're going through this journey. And as we start to embody these new frequencies, our consciousness is transforming. Yes, our DNA does wake up, but we also do have to be actively participating in the awakening of the DNA because there's so much in there that can be awakened. And there's so much dormant potential in there that, that it is, there is sort of catalyzing energetics that kind of trigger it when we're ready because one could go insane if it all happened all at once like that, right? So, so this transformation is the reclamation of personal power through union with the divine and embodiment of the higher frequency energies that thus allows us to realize that the external world and everything that has formerly been happening to us is happening through us, from us. And that the universe then is responding in a sense or, or representing that which is emanating from us. So when we, when we recognize this, when we really embody this knowing, we could never again believe or buy into that someone or something did something to us or that we are at the effect of something. No disease has power over us, no virus, no external authority, 
no rules, laws, or, or anything in the external world. Now, we're not saying that does not mean we would do anything ever. Because you can't really start to operating from this oneness, this the universal laws in a sense that align us with this divinity that is this omnipresent, omniscient, loving, like loving force of 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 omnipotent awareness, right? So this is how we're reclaiming our power to transform the reality because we're taking full and complete responsibility. We take full and complete responsibility for our own personal journey, for whatever shows up in our own version of our own quantum reality, our physical and non-physical reality. And as we do so, this is how we're transforming the experience. So the beautiful thing is that so many of the star beings we embodied here, and I can say as, a, as, a, as an embodied starseed, you know, the first half of my life was just, I was lost. I was like completely oblivious. Like, what am I doing here? I was this constant searching. Life was just, I was searching for, I didn't even know what, until I had a reunion on a ship in Maui with my star family, right? My future version of self that braided into this reality. And that's when things started making sense and coming into play. And that's when I started doing my own DNA activations and working with the DNA. And I've been doing that since now, working with energies and transforming, but this is what I was gonna say, and then I'll complete, is that the star beings, what happens is that as we embody here and realize like, something's not right. What's going on in this picture? We're doing all of that transformation, right? And through the energetic shifting that we're making, and I think this has been said, said so I'll kind of leave it at here, but as we're making that energetic shifting, it is hundredth monkeying, rippling out to the collective. And so the dramatic changes that we're seeing on the collective landscape, we understand our reflection of the inner transformation and the massive amounts of clear of the density that was known as that old paradigm that we often refer to as third dimensional, third dimensional reality where everyone was in a state of separation, victimhood, and powerlessness. So I hope that I hope that contribution to this to this conversation is helpful. Thank you, Lori, for reminding us that our personal empowerment is so key and that we are the ones we've been waiting for, really, that we are the ones here for the transformation. So thank you so much. And now for Joan of Angels, who's another amazing way shower, intuitive guide, oracle, spiritual luminary, broadcaster, partners with Neil and making this all happen. Uh, and she's like me, she's tracking so much of what's going on all the time and so passionate about it. So Joan, let us know what you see about the planetary ascension and our alignment with the star races at this time. I think you have to unmute. Of course, we actually have to turn on that connection to the divine and, and open up that channel even by turning on the volume. So I'm so grateful to be here. All of you that spoke before me, I see you as such ascended master beings and to be in the presence of such ascension power. So Deborah, you took off the, out the words I was about to start with, which is that we are the ones we've been calling for. We are the ones that chose to be here. We came here, we volunteered. We knew there was gonna be a party and a celebration down on planet earth, 
eons ago, and we rose our hand, raised our hand and said, yes, bring it on. We are so ready for this. And you know, waking up down here, once you get here, Lori mentioned how difficult it was. Well, by the age of three, I tried to run away. I already knew that what we were seeing down here wasn't at all with what I was connected with in the divine other realms. And so there's been, there's been a disconnect when we come down here for this grand journey of awakening and bam, wham, bam, they take your memory away and the, there's a confusion. And then we spend the first part of our ascension process coming to terms with being here on the planet and understanding that we are, we are volunteers here, that we, are, that we have a mission, that we actually took an assignment and said yes to that great empowerment of being here. You know, I really woke up, I'm going to tell you about in 2013, Halloween 2013, so I'm still in an anniversary of that, where I heard my guide say, your way through is to wake up, start painting the angels. And why did they tell me to paint the angels so that in order to paint them, I had to sort of raise my vibrary, vibrational frequency to feel like one. So as I learned that whole art of being able to transform and transcend and be a channel, I came to this realization that my whole vibrational frequency was different and everyone around me noticed that I wasn't that nerdy Joan that was depressed anymore. I was a woman inflamed with passion and waking up ready to leap over tall buildings in a single bound. So I'm gonna say that the ascension process really accelerated on the planet, I think around 2020, when they dropped Corona on us, Corona going viral. What does Corona mean? And I noticed they took the name away very quickly. It means radiant one. They named that pandemic after radiant ones, being bringers of light, the sun going viral. And we were inserted as Corona cells in every single living being here on this planet. And I do believe that. And then of course they changed the game, but we're still in understanding our own light. And I think the seeds of awakening have have accelerated since then. I had a wake up call in 2020 that they reminded me that I was here for a mission. I was here to stand tall and help wake people up and remind us that we were called for this grand initiation. We chose to be here. And that's so important for us to know even now, because when we turn on anything in the outside world, it's quite it's not the same as your inner world. Right? I feel like we live in two different realities and we do. Those of us in the fifth dimension are riding these waves, I call them miracle waves, where we live in the world of synchronicities and miracles and uplifting energies and the sense of being here for more than ourselves. In our sense that as we raise our light, we all know that we touch every other person's light. And if we can truly be there from above down looking out. So in my Miracle Mondays that we go on, the angel brigade flies around the earth, circles around the earth, spreading angelic celestial frequencies of miracles and balance and power and upliftment to all of humanity. Because each and every one of us who's a way shower, we came here to way show from the bottom up, all souls on earth deserve an opportunity to be vibrational uplifted. And so many of us are working on that timeline of ascension that we understand that we are calling in and gathering those energies and raising the frequencies, not just for ourselves, but for those around us. And from above down, when looking down at earth, you know, from looking down 10 years ago to looking down now, 
you know, 10 years ago, you saw random lights. Let's say every light represented an awakened soul. And there were some, but now, and from up here looking down, clusters and clusters of souls awakening and spreading their antennas up to be to be part of this great awakening. So I see that this is the best of times. We are in the middle of that which is going to transcend, awaken. We are stepping into our greatest gifts. Every day I wake up and I seem to have more abilities than I had the day before. It is so exciting. So I learned this from Jules and Pragit one time. They said, thank you, bring me more. Thank you, bring me more. And every day I sort of wake up going, thank you. Not sort of. I wake up saying, thank you, bring me more, because we have unlimited potential. And so it is. And the beauty of us together here, creating this ascension portal of energies that we wouldn't have had, you know, any other way, but saying, yes, bring it on. So that's kind of my perception. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Joan. There's always so much passion for it all. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, yes, everyone, that was a great overview of what's happening. And what we know and what we all stated to, this is really showtime. You know, a lot of us have been on the path forever, everyone listening here. Um, and But this is really the time where the quickening is happening. The um, the abilities are coming online. The awareness is coming online. The work is coming online. The world is falling apart. We've got to deal with what it looks like falling apart as we're creating the new. And we're actually building forward the new earth. So um, let's go deeper even more into the ascension process and how our galactics are here to help us. And I'd like to start with you again, Sandra. One thing that Suzanne mentioned that is a real, and Lori did too, that it's a real key to the ascension process is the awakening of the DNA. And I know you've done so much study and that's one of your superpowers to be conscious and aware of that. And as we activate our DNA, we're becoming more and more like our galactic families who are operating at the higher dimensional levels and more of our superpowers come in line and we're able to manage the 3D reality as well as go forward and create and manifest from the higher dimensional realities. So can you explain a little bit more of what that means to activate your DNA and become more of our ascended self and how that really works and how that takes place and the relationship with the galactics as well? Yeah, well, one thing that I, I learned early on um, during my initial contact experiences was the higher realms kept re-emphasizing that unity consciousness was a radically different experience. It was a radically different way of how you approach your reality and how you interacted with other beings and that you went from a, a personal experience of let's say separation to a unified state where it was very collective and that there were fields of our DNA, some people call them strands, but they're more like fields, that there were fields of our DNA that when you were able to reconnect, rebundle and reactivate, let's say, when you were able to hold that frequency in the physical vehicle, right? The container for the consciousness that the DNA would start giving you different realities. It would give you different 
feedback from the outside world. And that state of unified consciousness meant that you could no longer create distortion. And that's something that the masters too were always kind of emphasizing. They're like, you will get to the point where you will have zero desire to create distortion whatsoever. And when enough embodied souls on the planet started experiencing that and were able to hold that higher vibration, it, which in my personal experience, it just washes away everything. The past just kind of disappears completely um, as if it's like waking up from a dream. Suddenly you're, you're back in your, your wholeness and you're back connected with your I am presence or source itself. And there's, there's no more desire to create distortion of any kind. And then you can start really touching on those, those frequencies that allow the connected, unified part of our golden race DNA, let's say, right? The collective thing, because our DNA operates separately for the illusion of separation. But then as unity consciousness comes into play, suddenly we start behaving much as our star families or these higher realms of consciousness where it's all unified, it's all collective. And then it gets extremely creative, which is the part that I love the most about pure DNA activation is suddenly every time you move in the direction of expansion, right? We talk about organic versus inorganic realities and the creator state of consciousness that is unity consciousness is only, it's only concerned with expansion and freedom and consistently expanding on creation, right? And when you start to feel that, sometimes they're called freedom codes, you start to feel that in your fields as the DNA comes back into play. And all of a sudden, the moment you start moving in the direction of a choice that enables or empowers freedom, unity, compassion, you know, all the mastery skills, unconditional love, divine neutrality, all of those things, you'll notice it starts opening up all of these infinite possibilities and trajectories, not just for your own journey, but collectively. So part of comprehending the accelerated energies right now and the fact that it is going to get much more intense over the next two years as this acceleration just kind of snowballs through our journeys is that we can uh, choose, of course, where we put our focus, but also know that the journey becomes a lot simpler and a lot easier. There's a lot more ease and grace when you embrace those states of unity consciousness. And of course, there's a lot involved. And of course, you know, the frequencies that are coming into the planet as well as flowing out of her right now are utilizing our nervous system as a delivery system for the crystalline light body, which is of course the, the emanation from activated crystalline DNA. And of course, crystalline DNA does not work without heart coherence. Right? So all the work that you've done on your heart and getting yourself in the state of love allows the DNA to do what it's supposed to do. And then we move into these states of unity consciousness where we truly have our source power back, 
right? Where we are creating solutions through all these different crystalline tools, right? The organic thing that lives within us, we're able to collectively unify and create solutions that just override and overwrite a lot of the distorted reality. So it gets a lot easier as we walk through this. In my personal journey, when I want to have groups or my conferences or whatever, you know, we always take that opportunity to collectively get into that zero point, get into that unified heart field that is our natural state of consciousness, and then plant our pure intention in that fertile soil so that it can ripple out through that collective unified part of our DNA that that is our natural state, right? We always talk about unified fields. We always talk about unity consciousness. I love that the star beings have shared how we are projecting into these realities through our DNA and how the realities change as the DNA reactivates, etc. I love all that beautiful ascension uh, technology. It's just, it's really kind of incredible. But the main thing is to get into that feeling state so the whole rest of the system can operate properly. And just to reemphasize, it is an organic state of consciousness that consistently expresses freedom and compassion and patience with everything that's happening with the external projections, you know, that's there until we don't need it any longer. But as we walk through this, you're going to notice opportunities for jumps, right? Pure quantum jumps are on the trajectory right now. And that's all, you know, everything that we're doing in our practices right now to get as centered, calm, grounded, so that the nervous system can receive, so that the DNA can do what it's supposed to do. And most importantly, so you can feel this emergence of this reconnection with source that every benevolent star being that I've interacted with is always like, go direct, go direct. They're like, it's lovely to listen to us. We're just giving instructions. A lot of it is just other multidimensional aspects coming into play and giving you a little guidance along the way. But make sure that you go direct to source, the infinite creator, divine mother, father, God, whatever you want to call it, right? That thing that is you having an experience in these realms, desires, like we can all feel the desire for the new experience. And the more of us that can really feel that desire and kind of put it into play in our day-to-day -day realities, the easier it will be for those who follow. Wow. <laughs> what an amazing transmission. And yes, this is going to the next level of understanding. It's an inside job and it's a whole shift of consciousness to another level that allows an ease and grace as we get to the unity consciousness, which is the fifth dimensional level and a whole other way of being creating manifesting. So this is where we're at now. This is where we're at in humanity and our opportunity and our invitation. Thank you so much. Thank you, sister. Yeah. And so I want to go back to Pragit and Julianne because what I've known from them as well is their teachings are always on the cutting edge of what is next evolving in the process of humanity ascending. 
And it's always the next level, the next level that comes from them and their teachings. So would love to know what you have to share about the next level of our ascension process and also in alignment with the galactics. And, And knowing that, as Sandra pointed out, this is an organic ascension, which is very different from other timelines that are showing up in our world that is not the organic ascension and that this is a personal alchemical transmutation within our being to connect and rise up. And so share with us the next level of what you'd like to share about the ascension process and Mm. our relationship with our galactic brothers and sisters. Okay, well, everyone's aware that it's a a rapid acceleration. And one of the things that Alcazar has pointed out a lot is that what direction you're bringing your energy to is going to be accelerated. So if you're focused on oneness, then there's a rapid acceleration in that way. But if you're focused in separation, as a lot of the world still is, then there's a a rapid acceleration into unconsciousness and more of that struggle. And what Alcazar has been saying in terms of the DNA, this higher dimensional DNA, which is being activated within us as we raise and maintain our vibration, much of the assistance that we've had is coming from the galactic command, and they've been actually creating energetics to support the upliftment and the experience, higher activation of of your personal DNA. And the Stargate work is very much about giving people an experience of higher frequency, vibrating your energy field vibrating on a higher level, and then the experience and the senses that you have from that place. It gives people a taste of where they're going to. And then that just reminds them of what they already know. And so our, our function here is to support the connection to the galactics. And more and more people that in our communities are actually having very direct experiences now with the different guides on all realms, not just the galactic realm. But more and more, as we open, we're far more available to what's possible, to what's being offered to us. And so for me, it's really a very exciting time. And as we raise our vibration, everything changes in our reality. And we've been moving through a lot of changes recently, different movement, coming, things coming closer, things moving away, reality changing, and more and more of a, an abundance on all levels, as Alcazar calls it. For him, abundance is accessing everything that's available to us, more love, more joy, more friendship, and yes, more money, but all the levels that are available to us are being supported now as we elevate our vibration. And I think as we all really appreciate what's the most important thing for us all to focus on is that experiencing of those higher vibrations, which actually allow the old to be seen and much more easily to be let go of or drop away. Mm. So 
one of the things that I'm noticing just within my own personal journey in the last year or so is this incredibly increased access point. So it's as if like, as I've been experiencing the Stargate and other modalities over these years, it's been like kind of just percolating and percolating and percolating. And suddenly it's, it's like this upsurge of access of the ability to connect our guide Alcazar says every sense that we have in the third dimension we also have in the higher dimensional realities and so sight hearing smell taste touch we hear about people who are in the stargate energies as we do the transmissions even like smelling perfumes and things like this but what I really notice more than anything is the felt sense of consciousness, embodied consciousness, clicking so much faster. So in terms of like your question, Deborah, about like what we're noticing as like the cutting edge of what's coming through right now, my feeling really is that in these energy transmissions we've been doing all these years, it's as if we've been bringing the energy of the higher realms here into the third dimensional reality so that we can be infused with them. And what we're on the cusp of is actual, this like phenomena of our consciousness blossoming into those realities. So it's not just feeling the Pleiadians joining us because we ask for them. It's us actually suddenly like clicking into that fractal of higher consciousness where the part of us that's eternal resides. And every time I taste that for just like a, a moment, it always comes with this resounding boom of knowingness as if like that part of me that's in that other reality has access to like a cosmic internet. And I, in that moment, it's like, I can taste it. It's almost impossible to describe. And I don't know necessarily what I know in those realities. It's just the feeling of like the like downloads, mm. like the streaming of that consciousness. And so I do believe we're on the cusp of a major shift just in terms of what we're bringing through in our work. And I'm certain that that's happening with so many other spiritual modalities. Mm. Yeah, it's been really incredible what's been happening and our connection with the galactic has got a lot stronger and just recently <laughs> they invited us it's saying it's time for us to bilocate up to the ships to communicate there and to discuss a lot more about what we're sharing and what's happening here and so that's a process they've been guiding us through and it's very exciting so thank you Deborah. Wow, again, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, yeah, I experienced myself too of the transmissions from the galactics in my meditations that are there to activate my energy field. And also that new abilities, new awareness, new understandings coming online like that. And you don't realize it if you, unless you really track where you were last month or two years ago, how quickly we have the opportunity to evolve now and what's happening. So thank you for sharing that. Exciting times. And Suzanne, I'm sure you're 
tracking all this as well as our evolution keeps escalating more and more and more abilities come online and more understanding as we're we're downloading ways of being as this is all an evolutionary process so what can you continue to add to this conversation of going deeper of the ascension process and the support of the galactics here now towards that well something that uh, came through for me in the last several months is this idea of this virtuality that we are experiencing. As I started to tune into the eternal soul essence of myself and others, streaming consciousness with the eternal soul, who is my sore self, projecting all of these holographic fractals into these space-time timelines and dimensions, this is when we really become aware of our eternal soul's essence, who we are as an essence being. And of course, our eternal souls are sourced by the infinite. And so as I work with other people who want to experience their multidimensionality, I tune into their eternal soul essence so that I can see through the eye of their eternal soul, all of who they're being in all of these dimensions all at once. I really feel the key at this time is to do just that. And this is what uh, Sandra was referring to. Go direct. Let's focus on streaming consciousness with our source self who is sourced by the one infinite source. Let's stream consciousness directly with our eternal soul who is projecting us into all of this space-time game, as I like to call it, right? And we can do this by becoming very present here in the now moment. I like to think of the heart as the place where we are here and now, and that comes together right in your heart center. When you can be very present in your heart center, present in the now moment, you become your eternal soul essence. You become timeless, limitless, the truth of who you are as an eternal, immortal, infinite being, who of course in space-time is experiential, but multi-dimensional, right? And so as we start to tune into these multi-dimensional aspects of who we're being as galactic beings, as we start to tune into our celestial, extraterrestrial, you know, divine beings, we start to become the embodiment of a much greater version of ourselves, right? And so we sort of start to walk, talk, and breathe as a multidimensional being. We become all of who we are and all of who we have the capability of being. We start to embody that as we radiate this powerful love and light and stream, higher intelligence as our DNA is activating, right? And this is what we're being called to offer to others, right? Because I really feel a key aspect of Ascension is being in service, right? We're really being called right now to be in service, to be of service. All of us here, many who are watching, have chosen to serve the light selflessly. 
And as such, every day we get opportunities to do that. We may even be tested sometimes. How selfless are we being, <laughs> right? As we continue to transcend the ego and transcend the ego, right? And we're just selfless beings in service every day waking up and just asking very humbly, how may I serve? I am your humble servant. And as such, as everyone's been saying, opportunities abound. <laughs> Sometimes you have to be careful. You say, how may I serve? And you get so many opportunities to serve in so many ways. But of course, we're grateful for every opportunity to serve, no matter how small or no matter how big. And so I feel that's truly what we're being called to do at this time, become all of who we are, embody all that we are, and offer that to others in service to the Ascension. Beautiful. Thank you, Suzanne. Uh, it's, this is very a very much multidimensional experience and a very human experience, too, as we work with everything of who we are and uh, move forward on it. So beautiful. And I'm going to go to Lori again. Um, and again, Lori um, channels directly from a lot of the galactic races. I've experienced incredible transmissions from her as well as being a high level Ascension teacher. So I'd love to hear more of what you think um, the galactics are here to support us with or whatever you think you wanna transmit now that can take us even deeper into this conversation of the planetary ascension and the galactics. Yeah, well, <clears throat> thank you again, Deborah. Um, well, I think what I'd like to bring forward right now and share is the, the, the multidimensional reality and timeline concept and the understanding that we and highest frequency bandwidth, we access those through our sacred heart center, our multidimensional. So we do have to activate, really activate the magnetic heart brain, the magnetic heart, because we do have brain matter in our heart. So as we learn to strengthen that muscle and activate the brain matter in the heart, our heart center, which is basically the portal in a sense, or a key portal into the higher, lighter, pure dimensional bandwidths, higher dimensional realms, so to speak. As we, um, we work with our own sacred heart center by activating that and by utilizing it with conscious awareness and deliberate intention, we open up to the multidimensional realities that exist. Now, here's what's important to say first about timelines the concept of timelines and also about the multidimensional reality is this all things that have ever existed will ever exist could ever exist they already exist we're not actually in that sense as humans creating we're aligning with we don't actually create as humans from that perspective we align with realities that exist. And the way we align with them is through this multidimensional heart by energetically, consciously vibrating in harmony with the reality that we desire. And at the same time, this is why everybody talks about zero point, at the same time, 
no longer being entangled, that is in a push-pull sway back and forth, resistance reaction judgment, uh, rubber band, you know, back and forth kind of entanglement with realities that we no longer desire. So a timeline, bringing that into this storyline, is, is essentially a chosen set of experiences, a desire in a conscious way, without energetic entanglement necessarily, to experience a reality of your choosing, see, or it can be done unconsciously, right? A lot of people experienced COVID type of experiences that were not to their desire or choosing, as an example, not conscious choosing, but they were vibrating in harmony with some experiences that maybe perhaps they didn't desire. Just as an example, they didn't consciously desire, but they were not aware through their multidimensional heart space that they could vibrate to a frequency where COVID just doesn't exist, as an example, or that they could vibrate to a frequency where virus just isn't there. So, and that they could activate within their own codes in their DNA, codes of immunity and imperviousness, for example, that would make them 100% immune and impervious. So there's just zero fear, zero vibrational connection. So again, bring back to timeline. A timeline is a chosen experience, either consciously or unconsciously, that one is vibrationally in harmony with. And so to get to the pure frequencies or higher dimensional realities, one must engage the sacred heart center. Conscious, deliberate intention through... through to become vibrationally aligned with and harmonized with an experience of their choosing that already exists in all time space reality. So, 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 so at the same time, if we recognize this, if this isn't too far out there, then we get to drop out of or collapse, so to speak, a timeline that we no longer desire by withdrawing our life force from it, our attention, awareness, engagement with it. We're no longer vibrationally compatible with it. By disentangling ourselves with it, how do we do that? We become neutral to it. We have no longer the desire, the intention, the interest. We're so neutral to it it no longer serves our expansion. So we're no longer in judgment, resistance, reaction, entanglement with it. We're no longer participating with it at that frequency. Our life force is no longer there. We are no longer the witnesses to it. Therefore, that timeline, in a sense, that chosen set of experiences for our own quantum reality, we disengage from it. And so the more people disengage from an experience that's presented, especially in the collective, they decide I'm not interested in that. I'm not gonna play with it. I have no interest in that. I'm gonna get very neutral, accept it and allow it, not judge it and remove my energy and life force and my intention and attention from it. Refocus and realign, reharmonize with an experience that is more of my desire, a different timeline that already exists within the quantum field that is all that, that is part of all that is that it is available to me because I can vibrationally connect with it through my sacred heart center, through my multidimensional heart, that reality gets more anchored into the physical form because we start experiencing it personally. 
So, so if we understand this conceptually, that timelines all exist, all possibilities and potentials are now available, we must become vibrationally uh, aligned with them in harmony with them by disengaging from that which is no longer desirable to us and by aligning ourselves energetically with what we desire, this is how we can change the whole collective experience in a sense, never by overriding someone else's free will choice for that, from the higher realms, from what I've downloaded and channeled through mostly the Melchizedek order and Enoch. Those are two of my primaries, the Melchizedek order through Sananda and the hosts and, and oftentimes Enoch, but so many, there's so many beings, right? Because we can access them all at these higher dimensional states of reality. So what they're saying is disengage from what you no longer desire, in a sense, and align with what you choose. Okay, Lori's internet is a little choppy, but her transmission oh, sorry. Did you hear that, though? Did you yeah, we heard a lot of that. Amazing, amazing. As you can see, oh, these sorry. teachers are incredible oh, in terms of the information they have. Um, okay. Thank you, Sorry, Deborah. I hope that came through. Anyway, it came I, through. I was done. It came through loud and clear. Okay. Thank you so much. You. Yeah, amazing. Um, yeah, there's a lot to this journey, and these teachers have a lot to offer. This is just a little taste of who they are. So, we're going to hear from Joan, and then we'll just, uh, we're almost to the end of the hour, then we'll have a little minute or two um, uh, goodbye from all of them, letting them know where you can reach them, because they're all incredible teachers with incredible resources. So Joan, with all that's been shared here, um, amazing. Um, so I could just say ditto. Yeah. I won't. <laughs> so... Um, that was just so profound to hear each and every one of you with this connection with our divine galactic self. And one of the ways that I love to work with my divine galactic self is first I end up having to let go of my little human self, because oftentimes my little human self has its own set of, of prerequisites for me. So stepping into the divine for me is always a matter of really sitting down and, and sending my antenna, and I literally physically love to send up my antenna up to the heavens. And as I send up my an antenna up to the heavens, and I start to open up my crown chakra, I can start to feel the celestial energy, the galactic energy pouring down and literally waking me up and bringing me new messages of what I'm to do and how I'm to do it. But most importantly also, one of the things I discovered through my chiropractic days is that when we connect our spiritual self with our physical self, with our divine innate intelligence that's within our own body, and we connect celestial, we connect with this one source of consciousness and we bring it down through our own frequency, we can actually turn on the power within our own body. And so we can take that energy and literally go through our whole spinal cord in our body and start to activate and awaken every cell and remind it not only that it works within our body to wake us up so that we can be as laurie says not even in the frequency of disease or illness we are in this other energy but when is the last time you told your fingers i love you 
You are a divine part of me because the galactic self is filled with love, pure love. And if we just even as simple as wake up that divine love within us, we can infuse every cell with it and be one with that as well. And so that is part of our, our experience here to turn everything into this other higher frequency experience and to remember. So when we turn on every cell in our body, there's we step out of the realm of illness. We step out of the realm of despair. We step into that realm of all is possible. And we allow ourselves to feel those frequencies of awakening. And I think that is where that's where we excel as humans because we have so far to go. <laughs> you know, that difference between the third and the fifth means to really allow yourself to believe in the possibility of transformation and believe in the that it is all real and expanding around us. So I agree when I go into service of self, whenever I have a doubt that comes and filters through me, all I do is pick up and do something that I've been doing for someone else or make, you know, I walk into Starbucks and I have a philosophy that by the time I leave Starbucks, I wanna feel the energy in that room uplifted. You know, people walk in frustrated, their coffee's not on time or it's cold or whatever. I walk in and I smile. And I walk in and I feel like I'm fluffing the auric frequency of everyone around and of the people who are serving. And before I know it, there's this element of love. And that is what our galactic cells really respond to is this energy of frequency of love. So I think that's my contribution today. Whatever we do, because the humans so sorely need that energetic frequency. And I notice that when I wave my magic wand, wherever I am, people actually feel better. You know, they feel better. And I feel like I'm serving part of my purpose here on the planet. And so it is. Thank you. Thank you, Joan, for bringing up the love frequency, because that really is the bottom line. We talked about uni unity consciousness, expanding consciousness, but it's really the love frequency that we're talking about. That's we what are. we're moving into. And, and you know, Michael, we, uh, Susan, Suzanne and I, Suzanne and I interviewed someone the other day, Michael Jaco, and he talked about being in the middle of the battlefield, about to lose their life, okay? And it was like a holy SHIT moment. And what did he do? He invoked love. He felt love infusing every single cell, okay? And mm -hmm. they survived. They were totally untouched. And it was the power of love can save our lives. And if we just know that, we can, we can be universal. That is the bottom line, for sure. So thank you all so much. We're going to wrap this up with um, just a minute from all of you so that you can share how people can connect with you, because I'm sure they've all seen that you're incredible teachers with a lot to offer. I'd like to share, first of all, that I've just published the Ascension Tips, which is a simple blueprint of your journey on ascension with 88 tips from awakening to transmutation to embodiment and to the divine human in the new earth. You can get it at ascensionnow.com, ascension, excuse, excuse me, ascensionnow.org. It's a free download and I'll put it in the chat room. And Sandra, how can people reach you and what are you up to these days with all that's going on? Well, congratulations on the book, sister. That sounds wonderful. Uh, my work lives at ascensionpath.com, 
We always have a lot going on. There are weekly global mass meditations every Sunday. We do them three times every Sunday morning. They're based in Pacific time, but we do synchronize on a global level. They've been running for almost, it'll be seven years next year, every single week, every single Sunday. And it gives us the opportunity because we do them offline to be able to activate and feel the organic consciousness of our unity coming back uh, online. So we're able to feel each other and see each other and share visions and really engage with the organic technology that is being revealed through the Ascension process. There are courses there. I have a weekly light letter. We have an annual event in Sedona. There's a lot going on, but just pop over to ascensionpath.com, sign up for the light letter, and I'll smother you with gifts. <laughs> Great. Um, Pagit and Julianne. So our website is thestargateexperience.com. Um, you can also find us on YouTube with that same name, The Stargate Experience. We have a lot of guided meditations that are actually energy transmissions. And the best way, if you want to keep your finger on the pulse of the evolution of the Stargate work is to get on our email list because we're always doing free live streams and global energy experiences. And for those of you who are not familiar with the Stargate, we have one behind us here. It's a sacred geometrical structure that is actually an anchor for a higher dimensional consciousness, which works with people individually, wherever you are, whenever you are. Yeah. So, so we all have that antenna and consciousness transmissions are, are one of the fastest ways to entrain to higher frequencies to open to these higher realms. So. And for new people, they're always amazed that just by sitting with us on a, an internet transmission, they can feel the energy wherever they are in the world instantly. It's mm -hmm. a great delight. Yeah, and it's such a delight to be with you all and just to soak up all of this energy and wisdom and movement, yeah. so thank you. So thank you, De Deborah. Thank you, Neil. Thank you. And Suzanne? You can find me at SuzanneRossTranscendence.com. And there I am so delighted to offer a series of sessions that very much reflect what I've been sharing today, as well as personal retreats here in Sedona, Arizona, that include both indoor sessions at a spiritual center and also outdoor spiritual journeys into the sacred Red Rock Vortex sites. I also have written a book, Rise Up, 10 Days on the Ascension Path. And you can find my books at SuzanneRossTranscendence.com as well. I also just want to invite everybody to come to our Sedona Ascension Retreat in March, March 17th through 19th here in Sedona, Arizona. And you can go to SedonaAscensionRetreats.com. Bless you and thank you, Deborah and Neil, for having me today. Fabulous. And Lori, what are you up to? Uh, well, people can find out more about me at lorispagna.com. And if you want to find out more about how you can learn if you're a starseed and more about the starseeds and the indigo family tribes, you can head to lorispagna.com forward slash free gifts forward slash starseed. And if you'd like to get a gifted DNA activation, you can head to lorispagna.com forward slash free gifts forward slash DNA. 
if you would like to get codes of freedom activated for free within your DNA, or even codes of immunity and imperviousness activated in your DNA, you can head over to my YouTube channel for free and just search for those activated. On the 1111 portal, I have a group DNA activation webinar. We've been doing this for, wow, almost 10 years I've been doing this since the origins or maybe even remember, but we do DNA activations on the major portal dates. So 1111 Master Stargate Portal is next. That's at my website at lauriespagnat.com. And finally, if anyone wants an immersion experience, we have a Lightworker, uh, Lightworker Sacred Transformational Healing Retreat coming up in Florida, the Treasure Coast. It's going to be phenomenal. And that's in January. You can find out about it at the website at lauriespagnat.com. Other than that, I just want to say thank you, Deborah. I love you. And thank you. All right, wonderful. And Joan, you're muted. This has been fantastic. Uh, thank you, Deborah, for hosting this. Thank you, everyone else, for being amazing and to Portal to Ascension. Um, I want to point out, by the way, I just want to say to um, Pragit and Julianne that we are going to be going uh, to, to, to Egypt with them in September of 2023. So excited. I can only imagine being with you guys in the Egyptian uh, temples and, and, you know, in the pyramids, how exciting it's going to be. So thank you for that. Guys, you can reach me at joanofangels.com. I offer a free ebook on living your soul-filled purpose, waking up to the moment and really diving in and doing what you came here and volunteered to do. I have a great show, Miracle Monday, every Monday, yeah, every Monday, right? 5 p.m. Pacific on my YouTube channel. I put it all in the chat at Joan of Angels. And I just and I work very closely with Portal to Ascension. You can see me a lot working on different events here too. So love you all. Thank you so much. Let's just take a minute and just drop into gratitude of how blessed we are with being on the cutting edge of this information. And so much love to everyone listening to this broadcast. And so much love to everyone that showed up at this time and is so passionate to support the Ascension. And as we all connect together, and as we all share our love and our wisdom, we are helping everyone else on the planet to emerge victoriously in the Ascension that's possible now. And again, love is the bottom line. Love is the frequency that connects us all, that we're moving towards to live in as the consciousness of the fifth dimensional reality that we are moving into in the new earth that we are creating now. So thank you all of you for being a part of it. Everyone that's listened, all these incredible Ascension teachers and uh, what amazing times. So thank you all. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you. Beautiful. Yeah. You are you are gathering so much information for the planet and making, you know, yeah. a kind of educational um, curriculum for what the next level of the human being is becoming. So yes. thank you for being yeah. a student of, of ascension studies. Yeah. I appreciate it. And, you know, I just want to say, Joan mentioned Pragit and Jewel being in Egypt, uh, and I'm really excited because those temples of Egypt 
were stargates for ascension. They were built that way thousands of years ago. And to have a stargate within those stargates will just, it's just going to blow people away. It's going to, it's going to, you know, it's like those higher chakras are ignited and we become the ascension body as we connect to those realms. That's, that's what I'm feeling. You, you have anything to say about that, Jules, Brigitte? Yeah, well, I think actually having the Stargate experience inside the temple is going to be absolutely amazing. And one of the things that this structure does was it actually creates a 12th dimensional energy field where people can actually experience the angels or the masters coming in. So being inside the pyramid and inviting those masters is going to be an incredible experience. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> we've been thinking about going to Egypt for years and years, but we never have been. So mm -hmm. this structure hasn't been there. And I have this feeling that it's some kind of, you know, lock and key mechanism where it like unleashes yeah. something new. So yeah. we're so excited to co-create with you. Oh my God. Yeah. So excited. And you know, when you were, I was in Slovenia with you guys a couple months ago, you mentioned Egypt during the whole thing a few times. And, uh, and I was just <laughs> like, wow, you guys, it needs to happen. Right. So I'm just honored that we get to do it together. Next year is going to be another upgrade for humanity. And, you know, especially when we go to Egypt for a lot of people attending. Mm -hmm. yeah, and it will be live streamed. Yes. Yeah, we're going to do that I too. Think, I think all the years leading up to this transformation from 22 and before, and then 23 is another level. It just seems like the cycle is beginning on another level and it, it takes off in, in a whole new exciting direction. It's, it's the unknown. So everyone here is invited to join us in Egypt. <laughs> and, um, and we're going to do a deep dive in about a few hours where we're going to go over the Egypt itinerary. We're going to show you guys some things. So it's going to be cool. So um, let's officially close out this session here. But Deborah, I just want to say once more that, you know, I appreciate you so much. You've been a good friend and such a huge support forever. And um, the fact that, you know, we're doing these Accenture panels at every large scale portal to Ascension event. And it's just so cool because you really are. It's like almost like a journalist for Ascension. You know, and every single year we do around two of them. And it's just the upgrades of what's going on now. And so when Alan says you keep your finger on the pulse, you literally are you and you're following these Ascension teachers. So I just I'm so like happy to co-create you. And I was thinking, what if we transcribed every Ascension panel? <laughs> wow. Just made a book called Ascension Bell or something like that, because so much gold is just in there. Right. It's yeah. a manual for Ascension. It would make a great book. Yeah, yeah. would make a great guide and manual and teaching tool for uh, the mystery schools. Yeah, and we're doing the Ascension tips next year. Do you want to, before we close out, do you want to kind of talk about the Ascension tips, your intention with that? Um, yeah, definitely. This is, I'm definitely on the pulse. That's my passion. <laughs> you know, it's electric right now. And I love studying with all these teachers. I honor them so much. And with all of that, I created the Ascension tips which is a blueprint of what they're all talking about in simple points, because I like things to be simple. And so I've been talking with Neil for a while that we're going to do a workshop on this so we can go into all the tips. But it's 88 tips in four different categories that we've a lot of us have been going through. And now we're seeing what's next in awakening, transmutation, embodiment and creating the new earth. So we're going to be doing work workshops in that 
probably in February, and more Ascension panels and information. Because as you can see, this has just scratched the surface of all this knowledge that these people have. So we're going to be evolving forward in the future. And great to work with you as well. And Egypt sounds amazing. <laughs> and Neil, some of these people will be back this week, right? Do you want to mention Yeah, that? everyone here is going to be back this week. So right. let's, yes. let's officially close out this panel with just gratitude to all the panelists here. Uh, Deborah, do you want to say a few final words to the panelists before we kind of talk about what's going to happen next tomorrow in the next few days? Just love. Just love. That's it. <laughs> let's breathe in that love, everybody. Take a deep breath in. Ah, expand out your aura. Thank you. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you to all the mm -hmm. panelists. All right. So we're going to, so we're officially done with this panel here, but we're going to stay on the live stream just for a few moments to tell you guys what's coming up next. So to the panelists, feel free to stick around if you want. You know, you can stay as an attendee. If you have other things to do, you can, you know, go ahead and move out. Alan, you had your hand up. Did you want to say something? I, I was waving goodbye to Sandra and I just want to acknowledge all her, you know, intense work and, and what she brings in. So thank yes. you. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Suzanne. And Pragit and Jules is left. So, all right. So everybody, that is panel two of the five panels that we got going on today. We are about to go into another panel in about 25 minutes from now. And this next one is going to be hosted by Alan and it's called Interdimensional and Experiencer Panel. But before we do that, let me go ahead and share screen and just tell you what's going on over the next few days and what is um, going on today. So, okay, so today we are, as you know, the panel day is 12 hours of panels today with a few breaks here. Uh, we had the Galactic Origins one, we just finished the Ascension one. And Alan, if you feel like, you know, jumping in at any point, say anything, please do. Mm -hmm. So next panel is the Experience panel, Jenna Layden can't make it. So we have Brendan Cullerton, Sherry Wild, Alan, Kathleen Martin, and Geraldine Orozco coming up in 25 minutes. So if you're on any of the channels, we're gonna go live on the same channels once again. And you just basically go to the channel page and youtube.com slash portal to ascension or Geraldine's page, whichever one you're on. And you can go ahead and tune into the next one. Then we have the UFO disclosure one, yeah. No, I just wanna say about the panel coming up, we have the whole range of experiences from hardcore, abductions to the contact higher realms and you know also the history there Kathleen Martin is is the niece of Betty Hill Betty and Barney Hill they were abducted in 1961 there's a plaque on the side of the road in New Hampshire saying this is the spot Betty and Barney who were taken and that started a whole wave of of awakening that there's something else here. I mean, people have suspected that for a long time, but what Kathleen Martin holds the lineage of this history and, yes. and she's also an experiencer and she talks about that. So this is um, putting together a historical um, understanding of where the experiences are and where we're going into as, as this phenomenon unfolds, as we move closer to the star beings, they move closer to us and more experiences start to unfold in human consciousness. So, mm -hmm. that's Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the foundation for the next five days because it's experience-oriented and consciousness-oriented. So we really want to get into talking about, and I say this so many times, Grant Cameron even says this is going to be at the UFO Disclosure Panel, that, you know, moving away from the nuts and bolts to understanding what's happening with the experiences, you know, rather than like, what is the technology? What is the intention behind it? Who are these beings? Are, what is our connection to them? You know, 
So these are some of the questions that we're really going to explore over the next five days. And then after the experience of panel today, Alan's going to host the UFO Disclosure Panel. Alan, are you still with us? Do you want to talk about who's on that panel? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Well, we got Grant Cameron there. I just had a nice conversation with him yesterday. Grant's new book is um, uh, experiences about experiences flying the craft. So he's he, he's talked to at least 36 experiencers who say they've been aboard UFOs and they were able to fly the craft. That might be a little bit beyond my level of uh, possibility, but Grant's at the leading edge and I'm open to it. I'm open to that. So Grant's going to talk about that. But Grant's also tracked every U.S. president in their relationship to the UFO phenomenon. So he's really on the pulse of disclosure. Then we have this guy. Oh, I have to download this. Oswald Franco. He talked to Christian Gillibrand about the Gillibrand Amendment, which will make um, which will house a department for disclosure, basically. So he. He's sort of on the inside of government. We have Melinda Leslie, who's been tracking this phenomenon and is an experience herself. But she she talked to some of the inside people at the To the Stars Academy. Um, who else do we have? Is Carolyn Corey coming with us? Yep, Carolyn will be there. Rebecca never got back to me, so Carolyn's the last time I was. Well, Carolyn Corey is just a fantastic uh, filmmaker. She did something called A Tear in the Sky, where she tracked the UFO phenomenon off the uh, coast of Catalina. And... Um, she she's an experiencer herself, but she uses her intelligence and filmmaking skills to bring this into into form. So, yeah. Um, who else is on there? I think that's sort of it. Yes, it right? so yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And then we have the what is the multiverse panel, which is the grand finale for the day, 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific time. Um, all these panels are so amazing, um, but I'm really am like really interested in what kind of answers we're going to get for that one, right? Because it's not what is the multiverse, the actual panel, if I was going to give it a full title, is what is the universe slash creation slash multiverse slash like interdimensional realms? What, how is this made? Is it holographic? Are we all frequency? Are, um, are we frequency and solid beings at the same time? What's outside the universe? How many universes are there? So these individuals from experiences with them and having them on portal extension quite a few times, I really felt from, you know, their travels interdimensionally, their connections to different star beings, you know, like Adam Apollo, for example, has astral travel to hundreds of planets. He can give you like detailed information about the way the planet society is structured and the type of technology they use. So we're going to be exploring those questions today. I feel this is a good flow. You know, we started with galactic origins and then we're breaking it down piece by piece. And then to, uh, we eventually get to, well, what exactly is existence? So that's how we're going to close it out for today. Extremely exciting. A lot of great information. And that's leading up to the Ultimate Star Beings Conference. Yeah, let me just back up before you get there. I just want yes. to say on the disclosure panel, it, there's, there's revelations from the government and insiders that are happening every day. And we're going to track some of this because... Mm -hmm. it's, this is not an abstract knowledge. This is concrete. And we're bringing the world into an awakening as more of this knowledge is shared. And that brings us to the ultimate star being conference. Right. 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 And that's also part of what Alan's saying is like, this is becoming mainstream. You know, a lot of things that um, maybe people could say that were not true or they didn't believe back in the day. There's actually like evidence and documentation behind it now, right? To a lot of us, we don't need that. But for a lot of people that aren't in the know that need to be into this through linearity by understanding the facts, 
the facts are coming out. You know, we are interdimensional beings. Um, even some of the CIA documents are talking about the cycles of time and the evolution and devolution of consciousness. So part of this event is not only just a beacon, a lighthouse of, of frequency into the cosmos, but it's it's also really just uh, understanding the fact that we're making this more of a reality, more of a normality, right? It doesn't have to be on the fringe anymore. This is just the energy of this new dimension that we're moving into. So we're having these conversations. And the ultimate star beings event, yes, tomorrow, um, the largest star being event I've ever created, especially specifically on consciousness, and it's going to be five days. So we go from tomorrow to Monday. We have 55 speakers, 10 MCs in five days. And I'm just going to share with you some of the people here. Um, and how you guys can sign up is go to portal2ascension.org, right? And you'll see events, online events. And it's like the third one down. So ultimate star beings. And here are just some of the people that I'm just going to browse through it. Here we've got Mary Rottle, Adam Paulo, Lisa Royale, Foster Gamble, Elizabeth April. All of the panelists from today are going to be on it as well, doing their own solar presentation. So you get a deeper dive. Carolyn Corey, who will be joining us shortly. Marissa Starseeded, who was here earlier. Flo, Geraldine. So once again, guys, we're, we're blasting off to all dimensions, multidimensionality over the next five to six days. So really just take in all the frequencies of information that's going to be shared. It's going to be really fun and an incredible ride. And I don't know if Joan's still on. Joan, are you here with me? Yes, I am. I'm right here. So do you guys want to maybe talk about this event, your feelings about what we're about to do? All right. I am I am beyond excited about this in-person event that we're, oh, this up. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm happy about our Star Being Conference and all the conferences we're doing. This one in particular is activating our star seed cells. And I think it's getting really us ready for 2023 and the new energies that are coming in so it's very powerful very connected and you know neil this is leading to the live event so we're building the energy huh? for april so we're bringing people together and there's nothing like actually being there in person which we'll all do in april with a lot of the people you just mentioned do yes 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 so come to the ultimate star beings but then We'll see everyone in San Diego, April 21st to the 23rd. Who's going to be there, Neil? Let's see here. So this is our fifth annual Portal to Ascension Conference. And I'm just excited to go back to live events, right? Like just having, as Alan says so often, you know, just having that like connection with people in person is just, is really what we really need to cultivate. So this event is not only going to be a lot of great information, a lot of edu education and awareness, and remembrance, amazing musicians, but we're really cultivating a family-like experience. So it's like a soul family reunion. We're all coming together to share love and connection while we kind of celebrate, right? This isn't like, um, you know, something to be worried about. Like we need to do this in order to ascend. We're, the way we're going to get there is by celebrating our human existence. So coming together, having those connections, being in that vibration itself creates the frequency of unity, right? So here are some of the individuals coming in. Um, Alan, do you want to talk about the Hurtex? Yes, yes, yes. Um, JJ and Desiree Hurtex, talk about ascension. I always like when I introduce JJ, I'm saying people talk about it, but no one's really done it. Maybe, maybe Sandra, I don't know. But JJ <laughs> left the planet when he opened the portal to ascension. He really did, Neil. And mm -hmm. he... He met Metatron and it was taken to these higher realms. And then he 
downloaded as he when he returned this book called Keys of Enoch Book of Knowledge. And it's a handbook for how to shift your vibration. And he combines the spiritual with the metaphysical and the extraterrestrial. And no one I know does it as smooth a way. And Desiree is on that frequency too. So together with them, they're bringing the spirituality, the ascension, and the ET realm all together. And that's why I like them. They're good people. Okay. Right. So we have them. We have, yeah, go ahead, Alan. You keep going. Robert Schock is also an original. He made history as an astro, what would I call him? Astro archaeologist when he saw that the weathering on the Sphinx was not due to rain. It was due to massive floods that were in that area 10,000 years ago. So he dated specifically as a geologist, the Sphinx back 10,000 years with proof of that and, and kind of rewrote history. There's very few people that can actually say they rewrote history and Robert Schock is gonna be there and he has new stuff about you know, the, uh, the big meteor that, that created the ice age and a lot of interesting things and the um, mm -hmm. flares. So that's Robert Schock and um, okay, go ahead, Neil. Then uh, we got Carolyn Corey, who Alan just spoke about. She's going to be up next. So you're going to actually get a full on in intro into Carolyn because you're going to experience her in a bit here. And Alan shared a bit about her. She's had three amazing documentaries. She's like an incredible woman, like the amount of things that she's done and achieved and had a smile on her face the whole time, you know, like really like Carolyn. And then the um, things like Linda Moulton Howe. Yeah. I, when I, I just did a whole tribute to Linda when we were in Barcelona International Congress. And I said, in a field of mostly men, Linda Moulton Howe has risen to the top of the list as the main investigator into UFOs. Mm -hmm. She's so smart and has listened to so many people tell her story that she's putting the pieces of this disclosure and this awakening place like no one else in the field. So, and she said to us, remember Neil, that April of 2023, yeah. she got some inside knowledge that there's gonna be some major, major disclosures of, of a cosmic kind coming. So maybe it'll happen at our event, so yes. Yeah, and we're at our events at the end of the month. So if there's anything happening, she'll be there to report on it. Um, you know, she didn't even send in her talk title description yet because she's literally waiting to see what's going to happen based on the awareness that she's receiving. So it's going to be really exciting to have her. Plus, she's got such a beautiful heart, really warm person. Right? She is amazing. And she goes to a conference. I saw her at the Alien Con. There's a line of 200 people waiting to talk to her. She's with every single one. She's not like rushing mm. anyone else, listening and, and, and taking in these information because people want to tell their story to her because she is a fountain of knowledge so she's so right. present with people but you're right a lot of love yes yep so let's we're just going to zoom through these here and not go too deep into them uh because i want to stop this stream i want to start the other stream and then do a poem before we start okay okay yeah all right so, so we got adam apollo you're going to experience him tonight what is the multiverse panel and um the galactic ambassador robert edward grant who worked with nasim harriman for a while a residence project He's kind of branched off and doing his own research now that is like sacred geometry, high level, next dimensional technology and ancient civilizations. Those are the three things that he really dives into. But when he comes to ancient civilizations, he looks at the architecture and the geometry behind these things. And when we realize the equations they use and the advancement, it's not just some advanced sacred geometry, it's next level codes within these structures. And so he speaks on that information. 
he'll be joining us. We have Barbara Lamb, Ellen. Oh, Barbara Lamb is a major, major um, figure in the UFO abduction um, field. She has regressed thousands of people back to that moment where they couldn't remember because sometimes it's traumatic and she has cataloged and recorded the experiences of thousands of people in there. And that's such an important resource for people just awakening to this possibility. So it's very important she's here. So thank you. Yep. And Michael Cremo, who wrote a book, Forbidden Archaeology, he's going to be doing Vedic science information. The Stargate experience that you already experienced them just, uh, just now, um, that we're also going to Egypt. So let's just say this really quick. We're doing two tours to Egypt, guys. Um, September 7th is when we begin with the Portal to Ascension tour, Alan, myself, Joan, and the Hertax. And then after that, we do the Stargate experience. So we're going to go ahead and talk about that a little later, um, probably after the next panel. And let's, so let's just do a couple more people, two more people here. Um, why don't you speak on Geraldine, Joan? So, so Gerald, Geraldine is an expert on not only regressions your, and hybridization programs, but really she works with master codes and deep work that will help you really integrate your experience on all realms. So she's a master teacher, master consciousness, and definitely at the forefront of the hybridization programs and decoding them for us so we can understand our hybrid origins. So you will love her. I adore her. That's all I can tell you. Great energetics here. I just want to say something about Eric Rankin in blue there. Um, he works with Michelle Anderson. I don't think anyone understands sound and sacred geometry better than Eric Rankin. He, he explained why... Um, that 432 hertz is such a sacred um, sound and why it activates the spirit and then why the geometries are related to sound along the Pythagorean lines, which, which you, um, you know, talk about, Neil. So he, I think he's, a, and it's even more important in person to, for seeing someone like that because he will demonstrate the sound frequency and geometries right there. Yep. So, yeah, and then let me just, so... Jenna Layden, Sheila Seppi, and um, Tangila. This is Star Family Wisdom, Galactic Alliance, and Soul Search. They're the three sponsors of this um, of the Portal Dissension Conference. And also, they're all collaborators on what's happening tomorrow. New Realities, Paradigm Shift Central, Soul Search, Star Family Wisdom, Galactic Alliance, Star Codes with Flo Karuna, Portal to Ascension. Seven organizations that are probably the like the most impactful consciousness extraterrestrial awareness organizations all coming together for this five-day event tomorrow so it's as i said it's like really historic not only the event the information the timing but also the collaboration that's going on and let's um let's stop it at that for this one okay so i feel it's time to close out this session and we will begin the other session in just a moment here so for everybody tuning in you know you can go to youtube.com slash portal to ascension, youtube.com slash new realities. You can stay on Geraldine Orozco's channel and Geraldine, she's going to be in the next panel and she's going to be in the, what is the multiverse panel tonight as well. So you'll really get a feel for her. So um, yeah, we're going to close out this session and we're going to start up in like a few more minutes and I'm going to start with a poem and then we will get into the panel and J Alan, Joan, you want to say anything before we close this session out? Uh, this um, has been fantastic. And I expect that the next session is going to be even more fantastic. I just think the energies are rising. We are going galactic. 
Yes. Mm. And you know, we're setting the groundwork for these next five days. It's like right. we're jumping into the deep end. And this is this is a journey of awakening. For me, you know, we think so uh, if you're that, but no, there's new stuff all the time and it's activating this bigger awareness. Neil, you're a great visionary, I have to say. Right. And the panels give us an introduction to the five days. So it's great and an overview. So, you know, guys, these are the deep mystery schools. These are deep wisdom you would not get, you wouldn't have gotten a hundred years ago. You know, very, it's amazing that we can bring it all together. Yeah. This is just the beginning, not all of everything we're going to create, but the event, you know, we're this, we're about to go and take off into more dimensions tomorrow. So, all right, guys, love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in again. We're about to go live again in just a few moments, right? So just navigate over to the channel. If you can't attend live, please do watch the replay. Let's get this out to tens, hundreds of thousands of people, okay? Just to really get this awareness out. Message of hope, inspiration, love, galactic awareness, disclosure. Not just disclosure of ETs and UFOs. Disclosure of the human's true potential, you know? The real disclosure is within us. Who are we? What are we? Why, are we, why don't we remember, right? So that's what this is all about, okay? So love you all.